Today on the Branch Sports Podcast, we talk about this weekend's NFL slate, we give you your next Super Bowl champion, and we discuss the gauntlet that is SEC basketball. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Branch Sports Podcast presented by Student Union Sports. As always, I'm Luke Matthews along with my partner, Jackson Paisley. Hello, everybody. And coming off a big NFL divisional playoff weekend. It was – what a way to cap it off, though. The Vikings. That was an unbelievable game. I, I – I, I still can't believe it actually happened. I mean, I hardly watched either of the two games today. I was—I mean, I was sitting there watching, but I really didn't pay that much attention. But then it, I left during the Saints game and then came back right at the end of the fourth quarter. And uh, I was listening to it on the radio, actually, when the Saints scored. Drew Brees threw it to Kamara, right? Um... To yes. go yeah, ahead, the, to go ahead or to tie yeah. it up and then field goal or the extra point went ahead. Yeah, right. But I was listening to that on the radio and I was like, oh my god, what am I missing? And then, so I walk inside and I get to watch the whole last drive, which made everything. I mean, that's all anybody's talking about in the whole game anyway. And that was just the craziest thing how Stephon Diggs could go back. Throw, he threw that ball up to him. His initial reaction was. More than I mean, it had to be to run out of bounds, right? To run out of bounds and get the field in the field goal range, right? Yeah, but that was the whole plan. Until he realized there's nobody in front of him. Literally, I don't know what what's that guy's name that makes the tackle. I mean, Williams a rookie. Yeah, where where do you go to school? You got any clue? Uh, no clue. I'll keep on say UConn because there was a point guard a long time ago that was actually that was pretty good named Marcus Williams, but I have no. Clue. <laughs> But anyway, he uh, he goes down and like he you talk. he like ducks. It, was, it looked like he ducked from tackling the guy. Yeah, and it, it looked like he's just sitting there laying on the hit stick, man, just <laughs> flicking the right. That's stick. all it was. He hit it way too early. He hit the hit stick way too early, and he just went I, right under him. I don't understand what. I mean, I get he's a rookie, and I do feel bad for the guy. But, like, what the hell is going through your mind? Like, do you not know the situation? Don't let anybody get past you. Uh, all he's got to do is make a tackle inbounds, and game's over. Because the Vikings had no timeouts left. Seriously. And, <laughs> and the way he was coming in there, he was coming in so hard. But yeah, you, he, You're not trying to, like, lay the guy out or anything. You're just literally trying to make a tackle and get the guy on the ground. Yeah, he inbounds. might have knocked him at, like – out of bounds if you actually connected with them too. Yeah. And then you got one or two seconds on the clock uh, and they're Vikings in field goal range after Kai Forbath just drilled a 50-something yarder too. But so. then you've, I mean, 
But then Diggs gets over there and has the awareness to realize that nobody's behind him. Nobody's between him and the end zone. And so he doesn't even have to run out of bounds. I think it was seven seconds left when uh, they snapped it. But that's so crazy because he's got to make a split decision. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, imagine that. Like, And imagine somebody just runs him down. If it's yeah. me out there, somebody probably runs me down. Yeah. And you lose the game instead of running out of bounds and kicking a field goal to still win the game. But, I mean, that's just a gutsy play and all around. And, I mean, Case Keenum throwing that ball is on a dime pretty much. I mean, but him having – but Diggs having the awareness to get turned around, realize nobody's behind him. And, not, just, not and, and to stay in ba- or to stay up because he kind of like he yeah, okay, was kind of going right. down I guess wasn't he well I don't think I think he knew once he caught that ball he felt that guy uh, like go underneath him yeah <laughs> I, I mean I just watched it again he he just caught that ball and turned and he turned and, and then he kept got, his balance up and just he got tripped up a little bit and stuck his hand down yeah yeah, it looked like he knew it was the second he caught it that he had a chance to. God, that's just like, unbelievable. And he just that, that sucks him. for uh, for Drew Brees too. He really does. He drove him right down. He had an the incredible field. drive to take the lead late, especially on that fourth and ten. That was just calm and like, like I got I got this, guys. Don't worry. I, I don't. I don't know. I feel bad for Drew Brees and Kamara, obviously. Yeah. And Mark Ingram, right? Yeah, I guess Mark Ingram, too. But, I mean, I, I can't believe how – I mean, if the Saints don't play so poorly in the first half, it's probably not a close game and the Saints win. No, that honestly never should have happened. But I, Joe Buck was saying the entire the entire game in the fourth quarter because the Saints made that 17-0. They were down by 17 and made a comeback, and he kept saying the – Last team to come back with a deficit that big in the playoffs was last year at the Super Bowl, if you remember that. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. And we were, uh, we were watching that right down here in Tuscaloosa. That'll give us a good uh, transition. We can talk about the Falcons game. What do you yeah. Think? What do you uh, think about that? I think Steve Sarkeesian's drunk ass needs to... He's awful, isn't he? he I mean, he I, he has no clue what he's doing. No, he's got the two best... Uh, hell, I don't, I don't want to say playmakers, but dude, that's a high-powered offense. Oh my god. Even last year, even though Kyle Shanahan's an offensive genius, obviously you see what he's doing in San Francisco with Jimmy G and those guys. Yeah. You got Matt Ryan, Julio Jones... Uh, Devontae Freeman, Mohamed Sanu, and you like you're scoring. Uh, well, they scored 13 points. I honestly can't tell you the final score. I don't even remember, but I mean that that final play was just. Uh, uh, what was it? Was it ten to, or what was the final? I think it was. Uh, 15-13. Was it 15-13? I thought it was 13 to 10. But anyway, either way. It was 15-10, yeah. And, but the, I mean, that final play call was awful. I hate, I just hate that, like, rollout like that. Yeah. 
And Julio fell too. Julio uh, fell. I hate that rollout because you're just limiting yourself to one side of the field. One side of the field. You're taking away every other yeah. possible thing. You're only yeah. focusing on two little out routes like that. And I mean, both of them recovered perfectly. And I mean, game over. And Matt Ryan couldn't have ran it in. There was guys all in front of him. But I mean, I hate that play call. I, 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 I was I was saying, watch them. They're gonna throw a fade. I know you agree with this. It's like the fade to me. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. I, I was saying watch him throw a fade right here. That'd be perfect. Start play call. That's probably the oh, worst play wait. in football. Speaking of Julio, only two red zone touchdowns this year. Well, yeah, he he was uh, – I mean, and that's not his fault, I don't think. I don't know. I think it's – I don't think they got him the ball enough. Um, I mean, do you think – I mean – Hell, I don't know. I don't watch the NFL as much as a bunch of people, but I remember hearing – I heard him talking on the um, – I guess it was after the Falcons game about how they just couldn't get them the ball enough. And, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I can uh, tell you here real quick. I'm but what do you think like – I already have it pulled up. Oh, uh, shoot. I just had just had it. Oh, No. He's got two – oh, yeah, Julio Jones, two red zone touchdowns and 25 targets. Nine receptions in the red zone. Huh. Well, oh, you want me to name somebody who has more touchdowns in the red zone than Julio this year? Yes, let's hear it. Um, what about somebody by the name of – Adam Shaheen. Who? Yep, exactly. <laughs> Andre Holmes. I don't know. Justin Hardy. No. Um, Amari Cooper. He only had three. What's up with Alabama guys? They're just not. I don't Amari know. Amari Cooper and Julio just—they both sucked this year, didn't they? Yeah, I, I think it's. I, I don't know. I don't understand what it is with those guys. Really, because when I still think of like best receivers in the league, I think of those two two guys. Oh, without a doubt. And it could it could just be a down year, but uh, I don't know. But Speaking on that of, final play again, Julio falls down. It's knocked down. Gets up and still has a chance to catch it. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I mean, the ball kind of did go between his hands. His but hands. And, but <laughs> if you saw, he wouldn't have come down in bounds. He he came down out of bounds anyway. But I mean, going off of that, going off of like, oh, we'll blame that on. Uh, yeah, so Keezy. Up there eating his boogers and being drunk. <laughs> oh, God. But going off of that, best receivers in the league, let's talk about Antonio Brown and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, what a show he put on today, though. He was a superstar today. Yeah. That was the final of that game. Superstar every day. <laughs> yeah. The total, do you know what the total was in that game? 87. No, the over-under. Like, what was oh, the number no. of the over? No, the over-under no. was set at 40 and a half. Okay, well, they – And they hit double. That is unbelievable, that offensive uh, showing in that game. I mean – Antonio Brown, 11 – or seven receptions, 132 yards, two touchdowns. He was dominant. Did you watch, I mean, did you watch any of that game? Yeah, I did. I tried uh, to watch some of it. Did you watch – I really yeah, watched more yesterday than today. Down. That fourth down uh, play, Big Ben just lost it up. 
Yeah. Big Ben made some good plays today, actually, too. Uh, hey, what about this, though? Big Ben, 37 for 58. It's a lot of passing. Blake Bortles only threw 26. Yeah. Huh. Big Ben, five touchdowns, one interception, 469 yards. Holy hell. I mean, he's still got it. Yeah. Do you think he'll – Bortles uh, came to play, though. Bortles came to play, took care of the ball, did his Fortnite job. came to play, and T.J. Yeldon both came to play. T.J. Yeldon had a uh, 57 yards receiving, 20 on the ground. I know that's not really huge numbers, but he did a lot of things really but well. But also Fournette had 109, I think, I just said, yeah, and, on the and ground. Was, so to go off of that, I mean, it's pretty yeah. good. And do, do you remember, I don't know what play it was exactly. I know Bortles, it was on the left side of the field. <clears throat> Bortles is running for a first down, and TJ no, no, no. Yeldon blocked. Yeah, it's just laid that block. That's that. I, was, I, was that on Joe Hayden? Uh, twenty-three. I don't know if it was Joe Hayden. I don't. I don't. Maybe yeah, Artie I mean, Burns. I have no idea, but um, that was yeah. That's what stuck out to me about TJ Yeldon was that block. Joe Hayden's number twenty-one. Um, yeah, dude, that was unbelievable. That was an unbelievable. I mean, that was one of the coolest plays, which I, like I said, I didn't watch much of the game, but um, he he folded that guy like a chair. Dude, he put him crushed. Like, <clears throat> but that was a very good game. I mean, it was interesting, and uh, I mean, Jacksonville came to play right off the bat too. Oh yeah, yeah. that defense is still. They got lit up. Uh, I, I I guess numbers wise. But there's that, that's still just nasty. Yeah. Filthy. I mean, the, both offenses were great. And obviously, I mean, the Steelers' offense. The Steelers has the, – the Steelers might have the best talent in the league, possibly. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I mean, better than the yeah. Patriots almost. Biggest explosive playmakers, too. I mean, they're unbelievable. And, I mean – Jackson still think, kept him in you, check, kind of. You think Big Ben's going to retire? No, not this year. I don't know. He almost did. He almost did this yeah, year. Yeah, that is true. And he's still. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's out here throwing for five hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he would right now if he's doing as long this, as but, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and even <laughs> Martavis Bryant and Juju. I don't understand why he would retire. But yeah, I don't know ben, why you'd want to retire this team he's got. Big Ben's kind of a weird guy. <clears throat> then he have like a ton of people blocked on Twitter. You know? Yeah, yeah. not yeah. even runs it. That's hilarious. It just blocks everybody. Yeah, and Big, uh, ben, Big ben, ben probably has no clue how to work Twitter anyway. It's probably he never, uh, he never like tips anybody either when he goes up. <clears throat> Are you serious? Yeah, that's classic. I can definitely uh, see him doing that. Yeah, that's just a Big Ben douche, fat face, walking boot move. Yeah. Guy's named Ben. It kind of goes to the territory, I guess. Right? <laughs> ben Ch- <laughs> but, uh, anyway, let's get to maybe it is it last and maybe least the it Titans versus Patriots. Complete coaching mismatch. Complete. And did you see that our favorite coach Malarkey is probably going to be getting? Oh, he got an extension. An yeah. extension. Sticking around. Sticking around, baby. Then again, the only – Malarkey sucks. His uh, 
care if the offense coordinator sucks. Uh, but if if he switch if he changes Robisky, I, uh, I that offense will improve, but it's still probably going to be that dumbass exotic smash mouth football with Marcus Mariota at the helm. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Do you do you believe in Marcus? Yeah, I I do. I, I just think don't think, I think he's he, good. I don't think he's in a system that fits him at all, and I think it's so stupid that you're not playing to that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they said he doesn't look like he's comfortable out there playing that offense. No, it looks, and I know he's coming off injury, and he statistically he had a pretty shitty year too. But I still, I still believe, and I, I just, I just think he needs something that fits him because yeah. he's back, most important position on the field. I think Derrick Henry's going to be a. Maybe yeah. a star for the Titans, but I think he's going to be a very good running back for the uh, organization. They should have handed the keys over to him a, a long time ago. Yeah, I think it's time for DeMarco Murray to uh, either hang it up or just get out of Nashville. I don't I mean, I, I mean, no offense to him. I think he's a good running back and everything, but I think it's probably Derrick Henry's spot, maybe. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's all his now. I yeah, I mean, I just don't see DeMarco Murray coming back in and uh, – Getting more, especially getting more carries than Derrick Henry, but even splitting them because I mean Derrick Henry, you can tell the kid's good. Everybody knows he's good, obviously, but like you can watch him and tell that he can succeed in the NFL the exact same way as this year. But I mean the the Patriots just put it. Patriots just did Patriots things. I mean they're I mean they're good. I think they're probably gonna win the they're gonna win the so, Super Bowl. So, okay, so who you got in the Super Bowl? We got our matchups. Who's playing in the Super Bowl? Yeah, who is going to win the Super Bowl? Well, who you got, and then who's who's winning? I think that the it'll be the Patriots versus the Vikings. I guess. Yeah. I don't see the Eagles beating the Vikings. I don't. I don't know. Where's that next game? Actually, I don't know where the next game is. Where uh, the Vi- the Vikings Eagles? They're at Philadelphia. Well, I don't know. All I'm saying is, I think the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think so too. As long as Tom's there. Oh, here's the here's the quarterbacks: Tom Brady, Blake Bortles, Case Keenum, and Nick Foles. That's crazy, dude. And I just can't see. I mean, Bortles isn't beating Brady. No, <laughs> to but get I, there, I, I promise that. that. Possible with that defense. <coughs> yeah, that is true. Portals doesn't uh, doesn't make mistakes. As long as he plays like he did today, he'll be. Uh, I think there's a, they have a very good shot at beating. Really, I do. Hey, so, I thought there was a shot the Titans were beating him too. So we could get Blake Bortles versus Case Keenum or Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. God, dude, I don't even know if I want that. I, I can't wrap my head around that. Oh, I want it if it's Blake Bortles. <laughs> that would be magical, but I. I, I want to see the Patriots here again. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the Patriots like a bunch of people do, but, I mean, it's going to be an interesting game if they're there. And I like watching the Patriots. They remind me of Alabama. I'm going to go uh, – I think, I think I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go New England, Minnesota, too. And you think – I heard uh, Ben told me today that the look-ahead – 
line is New England versus uh, Minnesota at a pick'em, which was surprising yeah, to me. That would be a home game for Minnesota. Yeah, but still, that's kind of surprising to me. But I mean, they look good today. Yeah, but, I, I don't, I don't know that. that I don't know. Be... I, I, I mean, I would, I would recommend taking New England if it's a pick, but there's got to be a reason it's a pick. And I don't really know as much as most people. Yeah, Super Bowl at their home uh, home stadium. Yeah, but I think it's going to be New England, Minnesota, and I think uh, New England will take the trophy yet again, and Dave Portnoy will go happy. Yeah. Again. Um, all right, well, we both have our picks for NFL. Who is your pick for the SEC basketball champion, real quick, off the top of your head. Oh, SEC basketball champion. Um, oh, God. That SEC basketball tournament's such a gauntlet. Like, I feel like anybody could win it, especially this season. I feel like anybody could go in there and win the whole thing. Because this is the most competitive SEC basketball slate I've seen in a long time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think you would see Texas A&M 0-5? No, that is so surprising. And I almost want to still say Tech. I mean, but not after watching them because they, they're so horrible in SEC play right now. But I still think they're probably the most talented team in SEC right now. I no, think – I mean, Kentucky, but I don't – I, I, I think go first. I think Kentucky's off. Yeah, I mean, or, Kentucky, they're not – they're definitely not Kentucky, Kentucky, you know? Yeah. That's not what we're used to. Uh, so looking ahead this week, we've got. Uh, no, no. Who's your pick, real quick? Oh, my pick. Yeah. Uh, well, you never gave me. me I want you to go first. Uh, Florida. Okay, Florida's kind of flying under the radar right now. I feel like, yeah, like nobody's still, talking about them. I think they'll be good once tournament time rolls around. I pick Florida in the uh, student union. Uh, preseason roundtable. I picked them in the final four in the season. They they did lose to Ole, at Ole Miss Saturday. That's really not good because Ole Miss sucks. Yeah, Ole Miss, like. uh, Ole Miss is like what MTSU beat Ole Miss by twenty. Yeah, but MTSU is a really good team too. But they beat Ole Miss by twenty. Yeah, I don't care how bad you are. You probably shouldn't lose to MTSU by twenty if you're an SEC team. You can't. Uh, I, I guess the way things are looking, you can't count on Auburn. God, I cannot. I but I can't. I just cannot count in Auburn basketball to win the SEC. No, but I can count uh, Bruce Pearl. Yeah, Bruce Pearl. Here, I'll give mine real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Texas A&M. You can go Texas A&M. All right. Coming back, but yeah, Bruce Pearl. I mean, what an unbelievable job the guy's done over there, down on the plains. I mean, that's a. <laughs> It's just hard for me to even wrap my mind around that Auburn. What do they have? Like the second longest streak in the uh, country right now. The win, second longest winning streak, something like that. I saw. Like, oh, I, yeah. just, I mean, Auburn basketball. Are you they kidding haven't, me? They haven't lost since uh, November seventeenth at Temple. <laughs> that just amazes me. I mean, I know it's all Bruce Pearl. And I've, th- I've always said Bruce Pearl's a great coach. The guy's oh. crazy. But he's a great coach. Yeah, he's got the FBI breathing down his neck now, and he's 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 wanting to win. Yeah, he's trying to save his job, and I mean, he has he's done everything he can. I mean, 
they're just dominating right now. I mean, they went down, what, beat Mississippi State, I think I just saw, yesterday. And, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're what? I don't know their record, but what are their uh, 16-1. and one. And that's just unbelievable. And it's all Bruce, I mean, Bruce Pearl's coaching those guys up. And they're out, what What do they not have their two, like two of their best players? Yeah. I well, mean, they haven't had them all year. Yeah, I know. That's the craziest that's thing. To the investigation. <clears throat> that's the craziest thing, too. But I and do also, think. Bruce Pearl, uh, uh, violations seem to follow him wherever he goes. Yeah, it's it's not, uh, it's not surprising. Hey, hey. Who cares about that, man? He's still coaching his ass off in basketball. Hey, everybody does it. First Pearl just gets caught. He's not yeah. hiding it. What was the what, wasn't the Tennessee thing just a – a barbecue. Barbecue, right? Yeah. Aaron Kraft. <laughs> that would have been sweet. Imagine Aaron Kraft in Tennessee. Yeah. That's you would love it. That would have been your favorite player of all time probably. Yeah. Did you like him or did, or did you hate well, I him? him? I love Aaron Kraft. That's what I, I thought. Yeah, man, this SEC basketball, I mean, Alabama got an enormous win down in Baton Rouge last night when uh, they were underdogs, four-point underdogs, and Alabama went down there and won the game. And, uh, I mean, Tennessee got a huge win over Texas A&M. Yeah, that, dude, that Tennessee win was uh, was absolutely dominant. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a lot bigger than people think. The thing that stood out to me most about that is – that uh, Admiral Schofield uh, didn't didn't score at all, basically. And I'm glad the guards stepped up and to like to carry the load. Grant Williams nine points after coming off a 37 point. So Grant Williams had nine, and Admiral Schofield only had twelve zero. Oh, I thought you said twelve. I thought you said zero. That's twelve. Uh, I think yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a very good win, and I and people to, I think people just still don't realize how good Texas A&M actually is. Yeah, they've got a lottery pick on their team. Oh yeah, that dude's a beast, isn't he? Yeah, I, but I mean, they and they've got some. I mean, they've got very all very good like starting five, and but people don't realize how good they are because they just sucked in SEC play so far. But I think they turned it around. But I mean, that was a massive win, and they beat him by thirteen. It just dominated him. Yeah, I do think. Uh, I actually thought they were still going to lose that game. Texas A&M was going to get back on track since they had everybody back. Yeah. Second game in a row. Uh, <laughs> but big teams like Texas A&M, I think, will uh, will give Tennessee trouble if they run into another team like that down the road. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like Tennessee like doesn't have that experience in big games like that. And, no. Uh, like teams like Texas A&M and even like – Despite how bad Kentucky is, they still have experience in those big kind of games, and yeah, they're well, big-time players like that. I think Tennessee's—they're handling uh, like the target being on their back more. They really are. I mean, Tennessee's—and like I was—I'll be the first one to say that I thought Tennessee was going to suck this year, and they've proven me wrong. And they're—I mean, number twenty-four in the country right now, and they're playing some damn basketball. I mean, they're very impressive. Honestly, they can score. They, uh, I mean, their home court advantage, I feel like, is pretty, pretty strong. I feel like Thompson yeah. Bowling Arena, pretty good place to, or pretty hard place to come in and play. 
I'm looking forward to <laughs> I mean, just ask Roy Williams in North Carolina. I'm, I mean, I'm was... looking forward to the matchup with Conzo Martin Wednesday. Oh, is that Wednesday? See, Mizzou. And I, I, I still don't think Missouri's good at all. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. No, no I don't think they are that good, and I think all the hype around them was because of Michael Porter. And then, I mean, they're obviously – Pretty good basketball team, but it's really if uh, it's really gonna hurt if we lose to Kwanzaa. Oh yeah, that's gonna really burn. All those races. Alabama's got uh, Alabama's got Auburn on Wednesday. Another matchup on Wednesday: Arkansas and Florida. I think that's an awesome game. Yeah, that is gonna be a good match. Where's that game? You know, that is at Florida. I'm gonna say. Florida should take that one. And I'm, I'm really hoping Alabama can get this win down here on uh, Wednesday. That would be a huge win. Knock off Auburn for their second loss of the year. And that, Alabama's coming off that good win. That would give them great momentum going forward. And then we play uh, – You know going to go the game? I'm going to try to, hopefully. Let's uh, a bit. Huh? That place will be rocking. Oh, God, dude. It's going to be insane. And I'm pretty sure they'll uh, present the Iron Bowl trophy. At that game oh. is what I is what I I didn't I didn't even know they did that I didn't even know we had an Iron Bowl trophy but I heard that on the radio earlier this year that uh, I think I heard on Fine Bomb where they said they presented the Auburn Alabama basketball game I didn't even know that but uh, I didn't know that either the more I, you learn yeah Fine Bomb but um, and then you know Alabama takes on Trey Young in twelve days yes that I feel like that's a very that matchup's not getting talked about enough. Dude, how insane yeah. is this going to be? That That's, gym is going to be packed all the way to the roof. Oh, yeah, especially. It would be packed regardless because, uh, you know, it's a pretty cool out-of-conference game. Oh, yeah. Now they have the best player in the country, and everybody's talking about Trey Young, Trey Young. <laughs> He's uh, a freak, too. He's so good. Yeah, two, two freshmen – Going at it. Two probably lottery Two picks. Two lottery picks, probably. Yeah. The way Trey Young's playing, my God. I mean, I didn't even know. I mean, I honestly, I'd heard about this kid until. No. No, well, until he started scoring 40 until a game. Until he scored, a, yeah, 40 a game was shooting from half court. And he's leading the country in scoring and. <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. That's that's crazy. They were talking about the other night, um, I guess it was against Texas Tech. Or maybe it was against TCU, and he had nine turnovers. But you got to think that guy's handling the ball and like doing something literally every possession down the court. In and the way, I would be a hundred percent fine with him having nine turnovers yeah, if I was their coach, and I'm sure he is. Play like you're you're going to get turnovers too, and the passes he tries to make, and that, that's just a given. Yeah, I mean, you, the kid's going to have turnovers with how much he's got the ball in his hand. But, it's, I mean, they're good. Oklahoma's good, too, aren't they? And we're and we're without Dante Hall right now. He just had, uh, I think, wrist surgery. And so, hopefully, I don't know if he'll be back before that game, but that'd be that's going to be a rough one. But I think we can – that's going to be so awesome watching Colin Sexton against uh, Trey Young. But the SEC slate is looking very strong right now. I mean, I know the Big 12 is probably – would you say the Big 12 is probably the best 
conference in basketball without a doubt right now. Uh, as uh, without a doubt right now, yes. Yeah, but then, but, but I mean, this SEC is uh, like something we've never seen. I mean, I don't remember ever seeing an SEC from top to bottom that that yeah. is good. I know there's only uh, just maybe three teams ranked in the top 25 right now, but all these teams have phenomenal out of conference. I mean, is Florida ranked right now? No, Florida's not. You got to think like teams like Florida and Texas A&M aren't ranked. In, yeah. Those two, are two teams two, that could easily, teams. you could see in the Elite Eight. Uh, and Texas A&M beat the absolute hell out of West Virginia first game of the year. Yes, that's right, didn't they? Overseas, it was in Germany and all that. Who cares? They did. They worked. And what's what's West Virginia number? Uh, or did they end up losing that other night? Uh, yes, they lost. They did end up losing. Yeah, they did lose. I mean, that's a good. Uh, that's a very good win, and that'll show you what Texas A&M's actually got. And they just now got all their guys back. I think they're probably taking a little uh, time to get back in the motion, and then. I think Texas A&M is going to be right back up. and I mean, at one point, I think when Alabama beat them, they were number five in the country. They, they were. That's that's basically what uh, strong these – that is what gave them these five straight losses. That Yeah, we, we, we beat them by like 20-plus. and But they have – well, they have two or three starters out. But, so, I mean, I'll take the win, but, I mean, I think they're on back on the come up with all the guys back. I think so too, but they're gonna have to get it together for that tournament resume, though. They really are, yeah. I mean, if if they don't get get it together, they're not even gonna make it. Yeah, they probably won't. And, that's, and they'll win, they'll go win the NIT with ease or something. But I mean, yeah. that's that's gonna that's gonna really suck if they don't get it together and don't get some quality win. I mean, that West Virginia's quality win, obviously. But I think I do think they'll get in. But if if they don't step up, they're probably not even going to end up in there if they keep doing what they're doing right now. Yeah, no no. Because they suck. I mean, they're what, 0-5 in SEC? 0-5 in SEC. 0-5, whatever. And, it's, and it doesn't get any easier. No. Well, I mean, they do have Ole Miss at home. but God, if they lose that game, they do not deserve to be in the NCAA tournament. A decent Missouri team, I guess, then at LSU, then at Kansas. Dude, LSU, Alabama played down there last night, and I watched that uh, that game, and their coach is a psycho. He was freaking oh, out all over that. Like, he was hitting the scores table, screaming at the ref. Got it, He got teed up. <clears throat> Dude's I, crazy. Well, I think, he's, I think he's still – I think Will Wade's an awesome coach. 35 years old. Yeah, he's a young guy. I mean, but he, he from, was going – it was hilarious. He was just going Nashville. insane last night. From Nashville. Started out at UTC, then went to VCU, then bolted for LSU. He is from Nashville? Yeah, he's from Nashville. Coached at UTC. Yeah, he was born in Nashville. Went to Clemson. Awesome. I think, think it was Clemson. Awesome. Did not know that. Yep. Learn something every day. That is that's pretty new. But that's it. I mean, wanted to get a little quick podcast in. And uh, also, I would like to give a shout-out to – the University of Alabama Crimson Tide football team on winning their 17th national championship. Very sweet. Uh, had a great time Monday. Uh, got to come back down to Tuscaloosa for this. And um, Hey, I've got to- – uh, 
while I was at the game, I snagged a couple of uh, I don't know I don't know why the little streamers that came yeah, out. Did. I've got an extra uh, extra program if you want to. Uh, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, it's uh, Look, how was it? Tell tell everybody about your experience. Uh, it was unlike anything I've ever seen before. It, Man, I, pictures I are awesome. Uh, Georgia, Alabama, and S for the national championship in SEC country. It was a blast. But I will say, uh, everywhere I looked, it was all it was all Georgia fans. I know that's what one of my buddies was saying tonight. There was just, even at the stadium. It, I, maybe like 85, 15. There was just like a little section of Alabama fans, but God, they were loud. God, that's crazy. Yeah. That's what, that's what everybody said. We were still loud, but there was so many more Georgia fans. Yeah. It, it was unbelievable. I was I wonder in, why that, that's, that just baffles me. Well, Cause I mean, well, what somebody told me was that all those lower bowl tickets. Yeah. Uh, like mostly corporate. Yeah. Those Atlanta businesses that have them, you yeah. know. Yeah, mostly dogs. Yeah. But at the same time, this is Georgia's first national. I mean, I'm not, like, saying this in a bad way towards them, but, like, this is their first one in a while. I don't know how long, but. Uh, maybe two, maybe. Is that really how long it's been? I think so. Oh, wow. But, I mean, in Alabama's, was there last year and year before? And, again, I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but, like, People probably been to him, you know. Like, if you're gonna go to him, they've probably already been. And I mean, the tickets were uh, pretty expensive. Yeah, if, if, I could, if you don't win one through Doctor Pepper, I could have scalped mine. My section, it was going for about like the average would have been about thirty-two to thirty-five hundred. Oh my a piece. god, are you kidding me? A piece. I had some uh, some of my friends went down and they got they got a student ticket. And you can, I, I didn't even know you could do it. You could sell your student ticket. I mean, but they sell it to students, obviously. But <clears throat> one of my buddies went down there, sold his, had a hundred, or had one thousand dollars in his pocket, and drove back to Tuscaloosa to watch a game. Went down there on he was on at in Atlanta like on game day, and anyway. went up to Will Call, got his ticket, gave it to somebody. They gave him a thousand bucks. He drove back and watched the game in Tuscaloosa. With a thousand dollars in his pocket, so don't know if I'd have done it, but probably pretty nice to have a grand sitting in your pocket coming back. But yeah, that'll, do that'll do it for us, and uh, thank you for joining us. We just got set up on a new uh, Skype recording uh, software. Luke is in Cookville, Tennessee, right now, and I'm in Tuscaloosa, obviously, and. We hope this sounds good. We just got, we finally got this new mic uh, working, I think, and uh, we hope it sounds good for y'all. And thanks for joining us as always, and we'll be back soon. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Follow us. Follow us uh, like Facebook. Like and subscribe the uh, podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I think uh, also uh, follow Student Union Sports on Twitter. And I think yes, that's of course. about it for our plugs. That is it. I think so. All right. Thank you all. Thanks for joining us.